to be back. Welcome, welcome to Above the Rim, episode 26. Brought to you by your host, as always, Justin, aka Just Blaze. And my special guest this week is a repeat offender, friend of the show, my man Damo. Thank yes. you for joining me today, my brother. Anytime, man. Anytime, man. You know we back from Jamaica lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So you can buy, you can find Above the Rim on iTunes, Stitcher, Almighty Baller Network every Tuesday. Make sure you give Above the Rim that five-star review. Follow me on Twitter at JustBlaze underscore 513. JustinLee867 at Yahoo.com to submit questions, comments, and all that good hate mail. Also, apologies for the delay. It's been uh, above the rim. It's been off. It's been about three weeks now. Had to take a little vacay. Me and my man Dom. <laughs> the fans were starving. <laughs> Me and the fellas, we went out to celebrate my man Dennis's wedding. Jamaica lit. <laughs> Shout out to my man Dennis for getting married. Went out there to Montego Bay. How was that, D? That was an excellent man, trip, man. That was, it was something I've, I've been wanting to do for years, man. Yeah, man. We finally did it. It took a wedding for us to get together, but hey, man, it was it was beautiful. Ooh. That's what I'm talking beautiful, about. Beautiful, man. It was beautiful, man. So big shout out to Dennis. Big shout out to him. Also, listeners, look out for the new Above the Rim link. Network is transitioning over to a new megaphone link, so the link will look a little bit different. So watch out for that. So, man, yo, D. Yo. It's the end of August. NBA is still hot. Man, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. Oh. The NBA is it's still a popping right now. right now. It's a fiesta. <laughs> Yo, it's the end of August. This is supposed to be the slow time, the dead time the, of the, the NBA. The downtime. It's supposed to be the downtime, but what did we get? We got a nice treat. We got a nice entree meal, a blockbuster mega deal. But wait, hold off. Is it a block this is it a blockbuster yet or is, is it gonna it? get vetoed? Are we gonna get the Chris Paul in, in to LA treatment or what? So <laughs> we don't even know yet. You don't have to take it. <laughs> Maybe, but the alleged blockbuster deal, of course, is between the Celtics and Cavs, bitter Eastern Conference rivals. It's Kyrie going to the Celtics by Isaiah Thomas. Jay Crider. Ante Z. I don't even know who that is. Who, who, who is that? Boy, he don't even matter in the trade. Zizic. I'm looking at the first round pick more than him. The, and the next 2018 first round pick. That's, that was very great. Potentially a top five pick. That's right. definitely a top five. So that's five. the deal. So there's been a lot of mixed reactions online to this blockbuster deal. Some are in favor. Some are not in favor. Some think the Celtics gave up too much. Some think the Cavs basically bamboozled them. Some think the Celtics, Celtics got the better end of the deal. So it's about because time the Cavs treat themselves. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Of course. Of course not. So... Well, I remember when I first heard the news, I just got in from work, right off ESPN, it popped up on that Bleacher Report yeah. app. Oh, man. I came out of left field with that one. Left field. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I didn't know IT was on the market. Not to my knowledge, IT wasn't on the market. So that was crazy. So, but first, 
we gonna break down. Why would, why would he be on the market? The man, the man played after his sister died and gave his heart and soul to the Celtics. Gave his heart and soul. Why would he be on the why market? Why would he be? See, and that goes into a loyalty issue, which we will dive in this episode as well. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> We're talking about loyalty. We're talking about pros and cons for the Cavs and the Celtics. We're going to talk about LeBron James, his future in Cleveland. We're talking a little D-Wade, where he might end up. And, of course, we got the crossover segment. So, let's dive in first. Let's start on the Cavs, D. I mean, excuse me, the Cavs. Let's start on the Celtics. Pros and cons for the Celtics. First off, let me start off by saying I think... In my mind, the Cavs won this deal easily. Oh, definitely. Easily they won the deal. But I also think it was a rare win-win it's for a, both yeah, teams. It's a win-win. It's a win-win for both teams. The, 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 um, if you notice, the 2011 first round number one draft pick is getting traded for the last pick mm-hmm. in the same draft. Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas. So that's a little fun fact. So the Celtics, pros, pros for them. I think number one I think they're getting the best player in the deal I think Kyrie Irving ultimately is the best player in the deal even if it's a marginal upgrade Kyrie is better than I think Isaiah Thomas of course Jay Crowder Zichich doesn't matter and the first round pick is a golden asset so I do think Kyrie Irving is the best player in the deal so that's a pro for the Celtics I would definitely agree yep so number two a pro for the Celtics is that they get two years of Kyrie versus one year of Isaiah Thomas. Enough of these rentals. <laughs> no more rentals. Isaiah Thomas, of course, we know he wanted to uh, wanted the Celtics to back up the Brinks truck. Mm. He wanted to get paid. He was seeking that max deal. I mean, he deserves it, he though. He deserves it. He had a great season. I mean, my my goodness. What, what does a brother have to do? What? What's a brother have to do? I averaged damn near 30. Oh, goodness, man. I brought you back, guys back into title contention. I made you guys into a free agent destination. Right? Man lost a sister, lost a tooth. Played the next day. So, that's that's for the Cavs. So, the Celtics, like I said, they get two years of Kyrie. Then he gets a player option. He got three years left on his deal. Two and then a player option. Next, number three. They get off the hook from deciding whether or not to give IT that max contract. Because we know that was a big, um, excuse me, that was a big factor in the, in the Celtics ultimately deciding to trade IT. They wasn't sure if they wanted to give him the max contract next year, you know. So that's a pro for them. So cons. Wait, you have any pros for the Celtics? No, I agree, agree with, with those, I right? agree with everything you said. Yeah. The only thing, the pros for me, with the only thing that I was excited about with that trade is that it opens up space for the growth of Tatum. Okay, that's a pro right there. Tatum is one of my favorite rookies in okay. this class. It opens I, up PT, a lot of playing time right, for Tatum. Right, right, right. was going to take me, a lot of minutes exactly. away. Exactly. To me, I think he could be a star in this league someday. And but I can he be a star for, next year? No, not next year. That's exactly. too soon. That's too soon. That's too soon. I just like the growth that it opens up for him. You okay. know, the playing time. Okay, I hear that. That's a pro for them. So let's go to the cons for the Celtics. Number one. Losing that pick, definitely. <laughs> we know that. We're going to get to that. That's number one. I think they gave up too much for a marginal upgrade as is at the position that they were already elite at. They already had an elite point guard in my mind in Isaiah Thomas. I consider him an elite point guard. Top five, probably top eight. I think he's top eight, maybe not top five. He's a top eight point guard in the league, which is elite. 30 teams, top eight. 
And I think they they didn't. They got a marginal upgrade at that position. If you look at Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, I think it was a slight upgrade. I would agree with you too. It's the only upgrade is the size. That's all you get. Yeah. And you're getting a little championship experience. Championship. But we're gonna break down exactly IT versus Kyrie Irving soon enough. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying I think they gave up a lot. Also giving up Jay Crowder in the deal. A key rotational piece. A gritty defender. What your best LeBron defender they took away from that. If you think about that, I think they, they gave the Cavs a lot more depth. They made them a lot stronger. I would have gave them Jalen Brown instead of Crowder. I think, uh, listen. But I, I like Jalen Brown, though. I like Jalen Brown. He's more for the future. Can you trust him in year two now to play in the playoffs? Big minutes. I, I he showed feel, a lot of I, promise I, I last year. I feel like year. they took a chance. They was like, we got Jalen Brown, so we can, we can afford to give up Crowder. Of course, they're definitely gambling right there. Also, I've also given up that top three, um, that potential, excuse me, top three unprotected Brooklyn 2018 pick. We all know Brooklyn stinks. We all know Brooklyn's going to be terrible this year. No hope for them. So that pick might be very valuable, either as a trade asset or to draft somebody for the future in case LeBron leaves. Right. So that's a key future piece. Also, I think by them giving everybody up, they lost a lot of their defensive scrappy identity. For the Celtics, I think Boston lost all of their grit. I think it's gonna be a big identity change for them. Losing Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas are big emotional leaders for that team. Remember, if you think about the team last day, it was all built on scrappy, gritty defense. Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, Hart playing hard. It and and, uh, Bradley was the heart and soul of that team. Heart and soul. Jay Crowder too. Jay Crowder was the emotional leader. So I think that's a major, major, huge loss that I think people are underestimating. I know some people know it's a big loss for Jay Crowder, but I think the Celtics are underestimating losing Jay Crowder's leadership in that locker room. He was a great locker room presence. Also, I I think they still didn't address their main need this offseason. What's that? Their offseason was... They may need this offseason, excuse me, was rebounding, rim protection, and inside post presence. True that. But you know what? A sleeper pickup a, a sleeper pickup that they got was one of the Morris brothers. I keep forgetting that they got That's one. That's a of them. sleeper? That's a sleeper what? for me. You don't, get- don't sleep. So you he rather have contribute. Marcus Morris over Jay Crowder? I mean. Answer the question. He, he have, would you rather have they about Jay almost Crowder? The same, and Morris is bigger. Wait, they about to then Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is short. I think he's about six six. Yeah, six, he's seven. about six six. The the Morris brothers are six eight apiece. He's six eight, but he's not the defensive piece. This is this, that Jay this Crowder not the is. One he's not the rough rider that Jay Crowder is. Not the leader know, that Jay Crowder he is. He ain't not soft the either though. No, I didn't say he was soft. He definitely brings you a little bit of grit. That's my. That's all I'm saying. But can he go to LeBron James? No, definitely not. Exactly. Who, who can? But Jay Crowder did a decent job. A he didn't stop job. him, but he did a decent job. When you know there's guarantee that you're going to have to play the Cavs in the conference finals, most likely, you definitely have to go through them in order to advance. So why take away your best LeBron James defender? So I, that tells that's me that they're not thinking about next year. Inch. I mean, yeah. That's not thinking it's a conference. And I think, listen, Horford in the middle. He's soft. He's soft as continental tissue. Get, I think they should just get rid of him. Horford in the middle. Right now we call that barbecue That's chicken. That's barbecue chicken in the middle. Horford does not solve your rebounding woes. Definitely not. Look in the playoffs last year. Robin Lopez on the Bulls dominated them. Gortat in the second round dominated them on the ball. 
on the boards. Tristan Thompson dominated them on the boards. Five rebounds a game ain't gonna help, brother. 14, 6, and 5, that's not gonna cut it. Paul Hoffman, you know I had him on my last episode. It was one of my most overrated. <laughs> I, having Hoffman in the middle is egregious. For a max deal, terrible, terrible. Also, I think they lost a lot of leadership as well. Definitely. I think leadership is lacking on the team now. You're, you're trusting basically a rookie, Jason Tatum, and a one-year player in Jalen Brown, second-year player now. You trusting them to guard LeBron in the playoffs? But this, this is this is where Kyrie gets his chance to step up as a leader. Yeah, that's a pro for the Celtics. That's a pro for the Celtics. There. So let's go over to the Cavs now. So the Cavs, pros and cons for the Cavs. The Cavs, I think, as I said before, won a deal. We are we in agreement of that? We both think Cavs oh, won a deal. Definitely. Okay, definitely won a deal. So pros for the Cavs. I think they got better in the short term and in the long term. I think they gained another all-star point guard, Isaiah Thomas, no slouch. You get a high, a legit high-value future asset to pick, and you get a nice rotational piece in Jay Crowder. So I think they got better in the short term and in the long term. I think they get a motivated all-star, Isaiah Thomas, a contract year for him. He got a chip on his shoulder. Also, you got D. Rose there. Yes. Another player with a chip keep, on his shoulder. A lot of people keep forgetting that they got D Rose. Sleeping on D Rose. That point guard combination, that one two punch, D Rose and Isaiah Thomas. That is going to be that's very interesting. 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 So that's why I think the injury doesn't matter as much. You can be a little patient with Isaiah because you have D Rose who can fill it and who can start as well. So also, I think um, you get rid of a, to me, an immature, disgruntled <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I don't think he cared about winning as much as he should because he wanted to leave LeBron already. He could have waited it out one more year. I don't know, man. It's, it's debatable. I, it's I debatable know. for that, man. Okay, I mean, why you play, say that? Play, playing with LeBron, you know, is a lot of stress, you it, know? How, how stress? It's stressful going to the finals every year? It's stressful getting 2K covers? It's stressful getting sneaker <laughs> deals? What's stressful? Hey, man. Hitting game-winning shots? It's the off-the-court issues. It's the, the off-the-court right, issues, getting, man. Uh, my point is, you, you're offsetting that, those off-the-court issues, as minimal. You said on-the-court issues? Off-the-court. 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 All right, but to offset that, you're getting money, endorsements, notoriety, Kyrie, commercials. Kyrie wants the keys to the city. <laughs> he wants the keys to the He ain't going to get that with LeBron in town. And then he's not sure if he's going to stay. He got these one-year rentals. Come All right, on, so then you stay and build a franchise This is LeBron's fault. <laughs> this is LeBron's fault, but it paid off because look what happened now. There ain't gonna be no more excuses. You got it. You wanted a team, you got a team. Kyrie? Yeah, no, I'm talking about LeBron. Oh, okay. well, Kyrie too. Mm-hmm. He got a he got a team. Yeah. He, he could be a leader over there, and then LeBron he has a team which I feel like can compete with the Dubs. I think the Cavs got stronger. I definitely think they got stronger. Kyrie and IT is about the same player. I yeah. remember last year in the conference finals, IT was getting doubled a lot. So of course, he can't. He ain't gonna he be was able doing to. All, he was putting up those numbers as the number one exactly. option. Exactly. Meaning the defense was predicated on his penetration now, ability. Now, now you put that with LeBron, that's kind of scary. Exactly. He'll be a second option. Meaning he'll get a lot more open looks with LeBron controlling the offense. And I think Isaiah Thomas is a more mature player. Than Kyrie Irving. Of course, he's three years older. Kyrie's 25, Isaiah 28. But I think he's a more mature player, and I think yeah. Isaiah Thomas just a, wants he, to win. To, to me, I, I, Isaiah Thomas is a better leader than, yeah. than oh, Kyrie. Better of course. Leader. Of course. A much better leader. And I think also, 
um, Crowder's presence allows LeBron to go back to playing free safety on defense. Exactly. So now Crowder can guard the KDs, the Kawhis, or the LeBron Paul can Georges. play KD straight up now and or still could, get toast. Still get toast, but you could throw Crowder on him and then he, he could, could go back to playing the passing lanes. And LeBron in the passing lanes is deadly. Very the passing deadly. lanes. So I think that's why Crowder. Is so essential. Hey, listen, man. The, the Cavs, I don't want to hear nothing out of you bronze sexuals out there, man. LeBron <laughs> got all the help he needs. So this team is deep. They top heavy now for the for the dubs to me, yeah. in my opinion. Definitely. They, definitely. they they are strong 10 man deep right they, now. Definitely 10 deep. Jay Crowder's another glue guy. Also, I think they got more trade options. You could flip that number one pick to anything and pa- package him up with love and get another star in return exactly. to keep LeBron there. That's, that's, that's what they need to do. Exactly. And I think this trade right here, I think it showed loyalty to GM LeBron. LeBron it did. I think this trade showed loyalty. It did, but I don't think that's enough to sway him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Le- LeBron, LeBron want to play with his Damn, buddies, LeBron's man. LeBron's still out of there? He's still out of there, man. <laughs> That, le- that letter from Dan Gilbert still, is, still gets under his skin a little bit. I know, it's sealed the deal. <laughs> so let's go back to the Celtics. So now Ky- it looks like Ky- T- I- I- excuse me, Kyrie got his wish going to the going to a winning team. Right. They got Gordon Hayward there, Al Horford, Marcus Smart. So who's the best player on the Celtics and who's the leader of that team? Well, for me, Kyrie is clearly the leader. He's clearly? The, he's the leader now. Okay. Well, no, he has to be the leader on that team now. Okay. But he's the best player to me. Okay, so he's better than Gordon Hayward. He's better than he got the experience. He's, okay, he's closed. He's closed in championship moments. Okay, you know, so he's, he's the man. He's the man right now. Definitely. But Gordon Hayward is Gordon Hayward. I'm sorry, is definitely second up on that team. Okay, he's the co-captain. So, so you calling out Kyrie to show you some leadership? Yeah, this season. That, that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for for him this so season. So, what does he have to do show to show me. you that he's a leader? What are your expectations? R- of rally, him up, this rally up his guys, man. When, okay. when, when y'all going through y'all little droughts or whatever, yo, step up. Okay. So step you want up, him, to your guys. You want to see him rallying the I, troops. I want to see him rally the troops. Okay. That's what a leader does. Okay. Keep so, composure in the locker room. Okay. So it's showing prove time for Kyrie. It's just showing the prove. The jury's out on that because we don't it, know if he it, can be it, that person. It's just like what my thing with KD last year. You wanted to get your ring? Yep. He went in the finals and he earned it. He, he went, went out there and got it. Okay. He did what he had to do. Kyrie, this year, we're not expecting you to win a championship with the Celtics, but show that you could be a leader on the team because before LeBron came to Cleveland, my brother, <laughs> the records was, a, you didn't even make the playoffs. It was terrible. It was terrible. Nah, I think he didn't win over 20 games or 25 games. And, and, and he was a young in, pup. In fairness, he in, was a young pup. He was a young pup. Two years deep. Yeah. You know, he, he got a team now. The, the second best team in the, in the Eastern Conference. There's no Conference. excuses for Kyrie. No I'm excuses. calling on Kyrie. There's he wanted no a team on his own. He wanted to turn into Uncle Drew. Put up stats. You know, show and prove. Show and prove. It's about that time. So, since we, we, we we're in agreement there that uh, Isaiah, I mean, excuse me, Kyrie Irving should be the leader of the Celtics, the one A, number one option. So let's break down Kyrie versus Isaiah Thomas. So, to me, in my mind, I think Kyrie is a marginal, very slight upgrade to Isaiah Thomas. Not by much, but I think they're pretty much the same player. To me, I agree. They're, they're pretty same much the player, same right? player. It's just the but, only upgrade is that you get in size. Yeah, you should see Skip Bayless call Kyrie Irving the top five player in the NBA. Oh, that's, 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 that
that's top dis- five? That's disrespectful. Top five? That's very, that's, that's very disrespectful. I can go off top five top players better five. than Kyrie. I said, man, disres- the disrespect. But you right know Skip be living in the moment. You know he's a LeBron hater. LeBron you know he's a LeBron hater. So let's break down Kyrie Irving versus Isaiah Thomas and see how much of an upgrade Kyrie Irving is, if so. So I think both are explosive scorers and underwhelming defenders. Both are great scorers. Isaiah averaged 28 last year. Kyrie Irving tw- averaged 25. Um, they're both not great defenders. Not Isaiah great Thomas defenders. is a little worse than him because of his uh, small stature. You know, I think both have a chip in common. Kyrie Irving just has one on his finger. Isaiah Thomas got one on his shoulder. So they both got a chip. <laughs> they both got a chip in common. So I think I think if you insert Isaiah Thomas into that Cavs lineup, you lose nothing offensively. Yeah, you don't. You really don't. They, nothing. I mean, they both have killer instinct. They killer can take instinct. over in the fourth quarter. They both take over in the fourth. They both have the heart. So I think it's really a wash to me on the offensive end. And actually, Thomas scored um, more points, as we know, 20 in the game. And he shot at a more efficient clip. His true shooting percentage was 62%. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving was 58% true shooting percentage. So he actually was a little bit more efficient. And, I, and also, a stat I wrote down, IT, he isolated 248 times last year. Kyrie isolated 409 mm-hmm. times last year. So he's more of an ISO player Exactly. Then Isaiah Thomas. And think about the Boston Celtics system. That's more ball movement, player movement, passing ability. A lot can, of kickouts. A lot of can Kyrie Irving adjust and be less ball dominant than before? That's an adjustment. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. That's I an hope adjustment. he can. Show me. Yeah, and I Show think me. I think Isaiah Thomas, I think he brings the intangibles and the leadership that Kyrie doesn't. I don't think Kyrie Irving is a leader yet. I Which, still he has to prove. Which is why I feel like the Cavs have a have a chance to win the championship next year. Yeah, I think they got a lot better. I think they they got a. I mean, cause the the Dubs. Let's be honest, the Dubs did not get much better at all. Added Nick Young. <laughs> Nick Young was a, the, a decent shooter the, off the bench for them. A decent shooter, but I mean, who else you got off the bench? Your old Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston. Yeah. Zaza. <laughs> They also uh, I see, brought I in... I see you, JaVale McGee. You out there shooting threes. JaVale <laughs> upgrading. I see him upgrading. Trying to get that 2K rating up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, also, I don't know if that's going to be enough, man. The, the Cavs is really deep this year. And I, I just... What blows my mind is that Derrick Rose is on that team. You yeah, know I, mean? I think Derrick Rose, he averaged 18 a game last year. Former, I think. former MVP with a chip on his shoulder. A, in trying a to find a role in, in the league. I think he got... He felt disrespected this year because he didn't get paid. Like, he should. He definitely didn't get paid. I think, uh, and also, I think, um, excuse me, IT averaged the second most fourth quarter points in NBA history last year. So we know he got the clutch gene as well. He averaged nine points a game in the fourth quarter. Also, he gets to the line more. Isaiah Thomas has eight attempts a game. Kyrie had four attempts a game. So he gets to the cup a little bit more. But... Kyrie is still the best finisher in the league as a guard. I think. Oh, I think he's. I would agree with you there. Yeah, he's best the best finisher in the league. Clearly, the best finisher. And then yeah. it's LeBron. I think also Isaiah Thomas has proven that he can lead a team on his own to wins. Kyrie Irving hasn't proved that he can lead a team on his own to wins. He can put up stats, but stats is not enough. Boston Celtics are a playoff team. They are a Eastern Conference contender. Number one seed last year. Number one seed last year. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was top five in MVP voting. That's and, and now we're asking him to be a number two. So that could be an upgrade in that position if you look at it that way. 
Also, I think he's an underdog. You know, underdogs always go well with a crowd. He's been an underdog his whole career, so exactly. this ain't even nothing new to this him. This is nothing new to this him. This is nothing new to him. Been getting disrespected. Also, can Kyrie, we hope that Kyrie can try to flourish in that Brad Stevens pace and space style offense. We hope so. We, we don't know. I mean, I love Kyrie. Best handles in the game, yeah, I, best finisher in the game. He's one of my favorite players. But his game does have flaws. He's not a great facilitator. Can he control that offense? Do you think he can upgrade his facilitating abilities, his point guard abilities? Luckily for him, he's got a Gordon Hayward on his team that's shown that he could do that job. Facilitating? Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. I like Luckily, Gordon Hayward. Luck, I like Gordon Hayward too. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie, you're going to have to be the, like I said, you're going to have to be the man showing some leadership. Don't be relying on Gordon Haywood to bear you out all the time. Oh, you, Kyrie, you, right? you wanted to be the man on the team? Of this course. Is, this is your shot. This is your shot. So do you think Gordon is fine with being the number two option? He's cool with that? I I hope there's no, there's no uh, you know, fights in the what? locker room about who's Between the Gordon? Who's, yeah. But I think Gordon has a, like a, a calm demeanor. Yeah. Calm personality that I don't think it would affect him. It wouldn't, it wouldn't cause no but, conflict. But is Kyrie an alpha type personality? I don't really know. Is he? I feel like he is you with him Kyrie's wanting to be. Yeah, yeah, with him wanting to, me, to he be hasn't out of. me that he's an alpha personality. But it remains to be seen. I mean, he's only twenty-five. I feel like he's showing. I feel like he's showing me that when he took that shot in Game Seven two years ago. Mm. Okay, so that right there. That right the there showed me put the stamp for alpha dog for me right okay, there. Okay, so he had the balls and the guts to yeah. take that shot. Yeah. Okay, I agree there. I agree there. So, do you think now the Cavs? Have enough to compete with Golden State in the oh, finals? Most definitely. The Cavs, look at the Cavs. They could go 10 or 11 deep right now. They could go 10 or, they could go 12 deep. It might be 12 deep. Look at, they got Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, LeBron James, J.R. Smith, Isaiah Thomas, D. Rose, Kyle Corver, Jeff Green, uh, Jose Calderon. Jeez, huh? God, they got Jeff Green. Wow. Jeff Green. Another versatile piece. I think they still have Derek Williams, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's still man, there. They should just give him away. Thank God they let go of Darrell Williams. And, got, and, 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 then, and then you got Shumper over here. Oh, wanting Shumper. To be. Let's, let's talk love. about him. Let's he, talk about Shumper. He cut that hair off, and now he thinks he should earn some money the, in the first league. First of all, the audacity. The audacity. The unmediated gold. The unmitigated gold of... Iman Shumpert to request a trade. Yo, these dudes are biting oh, man. that hand. I think LeBron Le- fed these yeah, dudes. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. LeBron's influence is strong nowadays. Strong. Cats are getting bold. Uh, they're getting very bold. When you got cats like Iman Shumpert out here demanding trades, the like, Iman. who are you? I th- what what th- have you done for me lately? <laughs> Remember in the chat, I said they might as well send him to the Westchester Knicks. <laughs> Yo, boy, if you don't send Chomper get- to the Westchester Knicks. He got some nerve. After how he performed last year in the finals, where were you? Oh, man. Where were you? The nerve, the nerve. But the, but the Cavs are deep, man. The Cavs are very deep. And oh, shit, I'm forgetting Jay Crowder. Yeah, Jay Crowder. I'm forgetting Jay Crowder. I mean, this Channing team, Fry. Channing Fry, wow. That's a good 10 11 deep right there. Who's gonna start though? My, my thing is, there's no, it's no excuses for LeBron. LeBron went oh, the no. whole no season last year crying. He needs a playmaker. He needs a playmaker. No, he, right he need a team. Man, you got more than enough right yeah, now. Yeah, he's got enough right now. So you think uh, Jay Crowder off the bench? You're gonna have to, right? Because Kevin yeah. Love is starting. Yeah, you're gonna have to make him think, off the bench. I think they gotta trade Kevin Love. 
I, if I'm I, the Cavs GM, I'm I trying would to, trade him. I'm packaging Kevin Love plus that number one pick and seeing if I got Demarcus if, Cousins. I'm scared of Demarcus. You scared? I'm scared of Demarcus. That volatile nature. That would be crazy. It would be nice. I don't know if he could calm down though. I can't trust him. And then you gotta remember, they could also get Wade. Wade is out there. Oh, we gonna get there. D Wade, we're gonna get to him soon. If they get Wade, Wade, oh my god, that's a nice roster. My goodness. They would only need about talk about super teams. I mean, they have. They have a, they have two starter fives basically. That's what I'm saying. So you know what's crazy? Trading Kyrie might be the best thing for them. It allowed them to get a lot deeper. It gave them the freedom and the flexibility. It might, it, it might have some kind of sway on LeBron to stay. Mm. Might. See, I'm glad you brought that up because we're gonna talk about this next. How is this trade imp- impacting LBJ's future? Do you think this is enough, D, to keep LeBron in Cleveland at least? One more year? At least one more year. I mean, you know he signed one year deals. Yeah, you know he liked them, them little, them temporary deals, yeah. the rentals. But um, I mean, for LeBron, I mean, I would at least consider consider staying oh, one more year. I mean, cause this is for you. He's, he's always begging and asking Dan Gilbert to you know to do this and do that. And I mean, the guy delivered this time. He delivered. Delivered. I mean. I can't find the word right he now. Delivered but him he delivered the talent that he needed. Everything you needed. Everything. You got a starting five on your bench. LeBron has a quality you could, roster. You could get your rest. Because, you know, <laughs> he always complains about rest. Mm-hmm. There's, he, nothing, there's, there's nothing to complain about. Nothing to complain about. And, huh? you, and you are so-called the best player in the league. He is the best when player in the league. When it comes time for the mm-hmm. finals, prove it. Okay. Prove it. Okay. So I think they definitely got deeper as well. Oh and I man, think, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving this Cavs team actually. It so makes things very interesting. This, so are we in agreement here that we don't think the the Celtics are better than the Cavs right now? No, definitely. The Celtics not. are still number two they, in the East. They're still number two. They're Even still, though they might get that number one, one seed, one B, one B. Even though they might get that number one seed, they might. I, 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 I don't think so. It doesn't matter because I don't, I don't think, so. think the Cavs care yeah. about the number one seed. But LeBron doesn't care. But I don't think so because the only reason why. The Celtics got that last year because LeBron wanted his rest. Yeah, he was resting a lot. He was resting a and lot. Now they have a D team where if he rests, they can still win. Isaiah Thomas, he has already proven that he can lead a team Exactly. To win. And you have D Rose. Exactly. So and they have people who can step in as well. Jay exactly. Crowder. So, Kevin Love will get more shots. I think the Cavs are deep. LeBron's no excuse. Deep, no excuse for LeBron. No I don't want to hear nothing. Yet. So quickly, before we move on, I want to talk about if the Celtics betrayed. Isaiah Thomas. Oh man! Because um, Isaiah Thomas had a dream MVP type season last year. Twenty-eight what points a, a game, historic season. He scored fifty-three points in a playoff game. Right after coming back from his sister dying, lost a tooth. He even re- went so far as recruiting Gordon Hayward to Boston and recruiting Al Horford to Boston the year before. One of the main recruiters. Yo, Along with Jay Crowder. That's why I was shocked when I seen that trade. Like you know when you know you get the you get the little, your little notifications in your phone where they talking about they're gonna do these type of they thinking yeah. of they're discussing these type of trades. Discussing them. And I'm like, man, that ain't gonna happen. No hey, way. I, I'm, ain't no way they're gonna trade this guy. And then it came through. I was like, wow. 
I couldn't believe it. Wow. In my you, mind, you just, to me, you just trade this guy. He like, traded away just because he was asking for more money. Did oh, he not man. earn that money? Did he not deserve that and, max and, contract? And shame, and shame on you, Boston fans, for burning this, the, the man's jersey. How dare you? Shame on you. You burning this man's jersey? I think it was a few idiots that did oh, that. Oh man. Shame on Come them on. for that. And I think honestly, now the Celtics to me is a is considered a disloyal franchise. I think they they were pretty disloyal out there, Thomas. Ray Allen agreed. He put up a post saying that Boston fans need to be upset that Isaiah Thomas gave the heart and soul to your team, and all he was asking for was compensation in return. I understand you may have had concerns with his small stature and if he can defend, but it's not like you got you traded him for maybe a, a, a Paul George or like a Kevin Durant or someone like that. You traded him for a marginal upgrade at his same position. So basically, he paid his heart out to you. You didn't tell him that he was potentially on the market. I don't even think he even saw that coming. He didn't see it. Um, they reported that he was hurt. He was very hurt by it. And then you already knew that he's rehabbing from this hip exactly. injury. So you're going to trade him in while you know he's hurt after he played hurt. That's the reason why he injured his hip. Because he played hurt for you guys in the playoffs. And now you're shipping him off. That's, you know, that's that's like the good and bad of these trades, that's man. The, you know, the good thing is that it's a win-win for both teams, yeah. but the bad thing is... I mean, they always say the NBA is a business. It's we, a business at the, the end NBA of the day, business, man. But but still, I think they, they should have showed a little bit more loyalty to Isaiah. At least talk to him first about the trade. They could have been more saying? professional more about professional it. More professional about it. That's talk all to we the guy. I mean, he, he came back and he revitalized your franchise. He made them into a free agent destination now that Gordon Hayward wanted to come. And you know, you know, the Boston Celtics, they were, they were a championship, you know. Organization. Organization. Yeah, you know, course. I think he brought that, that culture back. Yeah, he did. He brought that and winning now, culture. And then now you get rid of him? Oh, man. That's that was, bad. To that's me, the that bad, was a fail. That's, that's the bad part of this trade. That's, yeah. the, that's the bad part. The emotional aspect yeah. of this trade. That was terrible. That was terrible. So, I think they betrayed him a little bit. But as we know, it's still a business. But I think Isaiah is moving on to a better situation. I mean... He's going to be nice on I, Cleveland. I feel for him, you know, because he's... He got drafted, the, la the last guy to be drafted. Yeah. He was played for Sacramento, then got shipped to Phoenix. Shipped to Phoenix. Then got shipped over there, over Boston. there. I finally mean, found it where he fits in. Finally found where he fits in, where, he, where he's the man. Yep. Got respect. He was yep. a top five MVP yep. and candidate. MVP candidate. And yep. then he gets, on the, he gets shipped again. I mean, come on. What does Terrible. the guy have to do what out here? What does he have to do? <laughs> <laughs> what does the man, what, what he got to do, man? Yo, what's the man got to do, Pay that man. Pay the man. Hey man. Hey man. I think he's gonna have a lot of choices next year too. So I think even if he doesn't stay in Cleveland. Do you think he stays in Cleveland though? I don't know. It all depends on LeBron. It's LeBron. If LeBron leaves, I'm out. If it's I'm the, IT. It's the LeBron show. It's the LeBron show. But these other facts, you go you could see maybe the Clippers are looking for a point guard. Clippers will love him over there. You never know if Russ leaves OKC, they might have money available. Mm. Uh, 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 think about it. I forgot the other teams that were looking for him. There were a few others, but um, I think I think the Cavs are so deep that that even if LeBron he, stays, I think he should stay. Yeah, yeah. If LeBron stays, I definitely think he should stay. So speaking of the Cavs, is uh my man D Wade? They said is ne is uh negotiating 
buyout with the Bulls about damn time. You, you know what that means. You know what that means. He's looking elsewhere. <laughs> D-Wade is looking elsewhere. So. He's looking at houses in other, in other states. Yeah, even though D-Wade has lost a step, he's a step slow. He's still... He's still averaged, what, 18 last 18 year? 18 last year. He still could get you buckets and that playoff experience that he has. In leadership. The leadership. So there's a few destinations that will be coming after my man D-Wade. I mean, the, the only main destination for me, and that's only because Wade is up there in age mm-hmm. now, I just feel like he should just go back to Miami and just call it a career. All right. So let me read down. Let me read these destinations. You tell me what you think, if it's a good move for him or a bad move. First up... Cleveland, of well, course, which is the main that's, thing. That's the obvious choice. I think that's a great move yeah. if he goes there. That would be a power I, move. I think that's the best move for him to go to Cleveland. Try to chase a chip one year. Either either that or Houston. Wait, hold on. I'm going to get down the list. Next up, you could say Houston now. Houston Rockets. I think that's another great spot for him as well. I think they would love him over there. My Houston Rockets, low key. You know I'm rooting for them. <laughs> you know I'm rooting for them, man. The point guard, no CP3. more chip, Clip City, Chip City. No, nah, it's still oh, Clip City, man. Chip City, but Rockets. Now it's Clip too, City. Clutch City too. <laughs> it's all free mellow all day, every day. <laughs> Next up, Miami. Do you think that's a good look for him to go back to Miami? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I don't think it does anything for him to go back to Miami. If I'm him, I'm like, nah, why? I don't it, care. It don't. But for me, I, I it just... It. D-Wade has to play meaningful basketball. Miami is not a championship contender. So I don't think they're feasible. Now, look at this sleeper team that's going to come after him that I think makes a lot of sense also. Mm. The Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. Out of all of those teams, Milwaukee Bucks have the most money to offer D-Wade. He has the Marquette ties. Remember, he went to college at Marquette. Mm. Hometown of Chicago, right there. Same division. He can get, out of all those teams, he gets the most playing time in Milwaukee. And also, they can give him the most money. And also, an up-and-coming playoff team. Him on Milwaukee would take, would put them, with the I think, neck free? and neck with Boston. Or a notch below. Yo, listen, man. Milwaukee is coming. Exactly. So uh, adding D Wade, a veteran presence on that team, that would be that would be. Tell me, that wouldn't be nice. Man, that, that would, would be, be nice. very interesting. I think I would if love I'm D Wade, if I'm D Wade, I'm, I'm actually looking at. That's Milwaukee. a good point, Justin. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Okay, if I'm if I'm D Wade, I'm looking at. Milwaukee. I like that. I like that move. I think they got it. They got the money to pay. I think it'll be nice for D Wade, man. He doesn't have to move anywhere. All good. So I think in, uh, in other NBA news, as you know, I'm always screaming free mellow all day, every day. Free mellow. So, Q, who's... First of all, I like to say Hoodie Mellow is the Oh, my goat. God. This Hoodie Mellow Hoodie Mellow is the greatest is, that, of all time. If I'm Carmelo Anthony, I would, be, I would feel so disrespected. <laughs> 2K, Why? how dare you? Boy, if you don't give that man his respect, man. 2K, he's rated 98. Hoodie. That's, that's hoodie metal. Re- hoodie metal. Regular metal. playing mellow right now is rated, what, an 84? 84. That's, 84. that's disrespectful, that's man. Disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. The man, give that that's man a, a 90 rating, man. Yo, that's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. 84? Hoodie, that is, it's so disrespectful that you have to uh, put a hoodie over mellow and give him a 98 rating. Really? <laughs> Hoodie really, Mello 2K? is unstoppable. Oh my goodness. No, 2K really disrespects that's, that's Mello. Disrespectful, that's disrespectful, man. Well, Hoodie Mello, it might be the greatest player of all time. Oh, Are you man. seeing them videos? I, I see I see him. He's putting in work. I, I see him. 
hoodie mellow, free intense, mellow. Intense workouts. Intense workouts, man. For real. So who's more dangerous, hoodie mellow or smiling Kawhi? Yeah, you seen that picture of Kawhi smiling? I haven't seen it. Yo, oh man. <laughs> There's a picture of him cheesing, grinning. I don't know where they found this photo at. You know, you know, he always got that dull look exactly, on his face. So smiling Kawhi I got, is I dangerous. I gotta Google that. Yeah, exactly. I gotta Google that I'll picture. Go hoodie me- hoodie I'm gonna mellow. go with Hoodie Mellow, man. Hoodie, hoodie Mellow is looking real lethal in these workouts. Real lethal. Also, um, Lakers being charged for Hashtag tampering Houston. charges. <laughs> Free Mellow. Um, what should we call it? The Lakers are being charged, investigated, excuse me, for tampering charges for man. Paul George. Come on now, man. Salty or nah? Come on paces. Now. Come on, paces. Show some class. Show some class. Are you tight? You tight because he said he wants to go to the Lakers you tight, with Magic Johnson? Oh nah. Come, Come on, on, man. You're mad because you're not a free agent destination? The, the, the man clearly told y'all he wanted to go to the Lakers. Clearly. Clearly. That's he his, he that's, gave y'all the option of trading him. Gave him the option, did everything. As a, like a professional, they just mad they got blackballed. They, yeah. they, they're mad that the players are... Uh, are taking, t- today's yeah. players are taking matters into their own hands. Of course. And it's turned into a player's league and the owners hate it. They're Man choosing their it. destinations and not letting the owners choose theirs. That's yeah. it. That's the way it should be. That's all it I think it's just being a little salty. You don't want to pay for my services? You don't You don't value me? You're not trying to build something around me? Hey, man, I'm going to go over here. Don't be, don't be I'm salty. I'm trying to win. They salty. Definitely salty. Definitely salty. So I, do you think the Lakers are going to be brought up on any charges on Magic? Nah, man. I don't think on. so. This is, this is a buffoonery. <laughs> Come on, man. Get this out of here. Talk about it. <laughs> That shit was it's a waste of time, man. Yeah, word, man. It definitely is. Just uh, another story to, to bring up. Just definitely another story, man. So now it's time for the crossover segment. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. What you got for me, man? We're talking about practice. Ah, so the crossover segment each and every week. My guest acts as a GM, and I'm throwing out player comparisons from different eras. My guest acts as a GM, and they tell me who they would take out of the two. In their primes. So D, <laughs> dug in my bag for this one. I want you to put your thinking cap on for this. All right, all right. GM Domo, are you taking a prime white chocolate mm. Jason Williams or a prime Rajon Rondo? Ooh. Ooh. Let me give you the career stats. <laughs> okay. White chocolate. 10 points a game, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, 39% from the floor, 1-time chin. Remember he had that one championship right. with the Heat? Rajon Rondo, also 10 points a game, 5 rebounds a game, 8 assists a night, 1 steal, 46% from the floor, 1-time champ, 4-time all-star, 2-time all-defense, 3-time assist champ. GM Dom, are you taking Rondo? White chocolate. You got that's very tough. Mm Mm-hmm. You you know why this is very tough. Both great facilitators, great passers. They both do everything great except for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. I already know what that is. Rondo cannot shoot worth a damn. You can't. You can't shoot for Can't rely life. on that man from the outside. This this all depends on what kind of team you got, honestly. You got both of those two on the table. You don't know whatever else is on your team. You got those two. You got to choose. Man, uh, to Who be honest. Who are you taking as a GM? To be honest, man, I'm going to go with Rondo. Oh, you're going to go with Rondo? I'm going to go with Rondo, Okay, man. tell me why. 
Rondo could get you rebounds, mm-hmm. get you them triple doubles, them okay. triple A Uves. Yeah, he definitely could. I just, I just love a man that could that could fill up the stat sheet. Okay. You know, and, and Rondo can do that. Even though he's more all around. Regardless of you know how bad, how atrocious he is on on the shooting end of the, mm-hmm. on the court. I, he, he could do other things for you too if he's having a bad night shooting. Okay, he, so he you could think, defend. Do you think his intangibles make up for his lack of shooting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, and, and he's a lead, he's somewhat of a leader too. Is he? I, I think he is. Now, right, I right think now, his no, he's not. Was his, his leadership kind of went down. That's why I think it was overrated. He wasn't lead on that Celtics team. He may have learned how to lead, but he doesn't have the clout. I, I think he, I think he got a little too carried away. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> he definitely got a little, <laughs> he got a little too he carried away. He definitely got a little too carried away. Can't talk to the vets like that, my man. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting a little brazy yeah, right there. He was there, getting man. a little brazy. He needed, up a, there, he man. needed a little bit of bounce. Loser, get crazy hard. on your ass. I think he got a little crazy, but me, D. I'm going white chocolate. Going white chocolate. I'm going white chocolate. I think. Oh, man. I think these two are very evenly matched. Don't get me I wrong. Lo- I love me some white chocolate. I man. love white chocolate. I think he had a much better penetration ability. I think he. I mean, you can't say he was a better passer because those two are both oh, yeah. excellent passers. Excellent passers. But I think Jay Will was more box office, which is what I like. I like to see box office. I love his game. I think he had a better offensive game than Rajon Rondo. I think he had a better open jump shot. Obviously, a better three-point shot than Rajon Rondo. But you know what? I, I think, I think free throw shooting. Oh man! <laughs> to me, those are little things that matter. Yeah, definitely. I think that definitely uh, Rondo was a liability in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teams are really hack a shack in Rondo. To me, that's a problem. That is a problem. I, my point guard has to be able to shoot from the outside. He has to be able to shoot at least 40, 45 percent from the outside. Or from three, at least 35 to 40%. Rondo, I would say, is the only player. Rondo is the only player I would make an exception for. I I, I love players that that they got to shoot. If if I'm going to have a team, you got to be able to shoot. As a guard, you have to be able to shoot. You have to be able to shoot. But Rondo, I'm going to make an exception for him because he can do so much other things on your team. Okay. Okay. He, he could defend. He could steal. He could rebound. He could be a coach on the on the court. I give you that. I think Lerondo is the better all around player than Jay Will. But like I said, it's a matter of opinion. And if I have both of them on the table, I'm taking Jay Will. I can't knock you. I think his passing ability was exceptional. Top three handles all time. Definitely. For me. Definitely. And I think that right there, and he at least can shoot. That to me, that's why I'm picking him over Rondo because of his ability. Too. Can sh- and he can get hot. He can play within a system. So, and I think he does, you don't have to deal with his emotional problems like Rondo. Rondo, I think I, sometimes he could be a little bit of a little bit of a head case. There was never no problems with Jay Will. Never any problems with Jay Will. Jay Will. Never. So, next up, are you taking a prime Rip Hamilton mm. or a prime Latrell Spreewell? Oh, Let me give you the career <laughs> stats. Spree! Career stats for Rip Choking Hamilton. Choking me out here. <laughs> Rip Hamilton, 17 a game, three rebounds, three assists, one steal, 44% from the floor, one-time champ, three-time All-Star. Spreewell, 18 a game, four rebounds, four assists, one steal, 42% from the floor, four-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA, and uh, one-time All-NBA first team, excuse me, Latrell. Actually got an All NBA first team. I was shocked to read that. So, D, who are you taking in their prime? Um, 
a Trello Rip Hamilton. I like I like me some Spreewell, man. Mm-hmm. But um, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go with Rip Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> okay, Rip. Tell me why. <laughs> Latrell, man, he, just like with Rondo, his attitude, man. You, you can't be choking out coaches, man. Come on, man. Yo, yeah, it's funny because I, I have a story about I, I, that. I'm, I'm kind of scared. You make me a little nervous with okay. you on the roster. So, as far as games, you like Rep Hamilton's game a lot more? Uh, yeah, I like Rep Hamilton's game a lot more. You, you can see Why is that? he was able to, you know, cater his game to whichever system he played on. Yeah, coming off screens. He got coming the Ray Allen mold, the Reggie Miller and mold. And then at, when he went to Chicago, he was out there shooting threes. Remember his, his mid-range game? Was one, of the, was one of the best in the league one at one best. point. Remember his um that his pick and pop with Chauncey, his mid range coming off the screen. Very lethal. It was it was automatic. Running around fatiguing players. Yeah, it was his jump shot was automatic. I think he's he's a he's a player that can adjust to a system better than Latrell Spiro. Mm, Latrell, okay. he was the same Latrell Spiro when he was played for New York. He was the same Latrell Spiro when he played for Minnesota. The same Latrell Spiro when he played for Golden State. Uh-huh. For all you Dove fans out there, that <laughs> didn't know he played for Golden State. Yes, with a baldy. <laughs> with <right>? a baldy. <laughs> he played for Golden State. With a baldy. Look it up. He damn sure did, but. Latrell, man, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. I disagree with you again. I'm really? going with Latrell. Oh man, I'm, I'm going shocked. With, I'm going with the dog in every fight. Latrell was a dog. Latrell to me was the aggressor. I love aggressive players. He was aggressive going to the cup. Always gotta have those in your team. I think La, uh, Latrell had the right mindset if you put him on the right team. He had to have. He had to be on the right team full of veterans. He needed need a Greg Popovich. Uh, yeah, a, a certain type of coach to be around him. To uh, he's like a boogie cousins right now, basically that type of mindset, that type of volatile nature. Mm. But I think Latrell had a, had a great game. Yeah, Remember, definitely. he did make All NBA team. He, he was that. on that Knicks team that went to the finals. Exactly, which, um, which I'm kind of was. I was kind of tight at him because I felt like the Knicks could have won. They could have. Wasn't for him, <laughs> you know. But but he played his ass off. He I think played he his averaged. Ass off. I think he averaged about 22 or 25 that series, and he played his ass off. I think he has a more versatile. game to Rip Hamilton. I think, think so? Rip Hamilton on the defensive end. I mean, he, he was good, but I think Latrell Sprewell was a more of an aggressive defender, I feel like. More of an intimidation factor, I would give. But I think, honestly, those two offensive games, pretty even. Rip Hamilton, better jump shot. The more, probably, the more fundamental player out of the two. But I think uh, Latrell had more star potential. Yeah, definitely. More, more explosive ability. In my mind. So I would go with Latrell. And also, you know, which was uh, fucked up also, in 2K, I think Latrell <laughs> Spiegel was left out the all-time Knicks team. Yes, definitely. That was kind of fucked up. I was. How you leave him out, but you got him on Minnesota? He's on a Minnesota all-time He's team? on a Minnesota team. But, but, but why is he not on the Knicks team? He, did, he was great on that Knicks team. He was definitely he was one of the best. One of the best on that Knicks team. With Larry Johnson, they, listen, they had a bunch Houston. of goons on that team on that Knicks squad. Listen, Anthony that, Mason. That was back when I was actually a Knicks fan. <laughs> When the Big Apple Boy, was, <laughs> when the Big Apple was the Big Apple. It wasn't no now, damn Knicks fan. Yeah, now I don't know what it is. The city they, they was behind New York at that time. Exactly. The city was behind New York. I don't know man. what's going. It's a circus right now. <laughs> it's a circus. So speaking, <laughs> and damn show is a circus. I say that right. Free mellow. Free mellow, man. Free mellow. Hoodie man. mellow. Free hoodie mellow too. <laughs> Yo, so while we're on on the trail, man, I, I hope everyone remembers his. 
token incident. My goodness. So you know, how can anyone I, forget? How can anyone forget? So you know what's funny? I googled him. I said, let me brush up on what happened. The fiasco <laughs> that went along with Latrell. At the end, I read this story, and D, I was dying. I'm gonna read off to you and the listeners this story, right? Spreewell history. So apparently. When PJ Carlissimo, who was his coach at the time, when he yelled at Spreewell to make crisper passes, right? He specifically said to him, Spree, put some put a little mustard on your pass, right? So Spreewell responded to him that he was not in the mood to hear that shit uh, and hear his criticism and told his t- coach to keep his distance. Carlissimo approached him, Spreewell threatened to kill him and yeah. dragged him backwards by his throat. Choking him for seven to ten seconds before his teammates and assistant coaches pulled Spreewell off of PJ. Spreewell returned 20 minutes later after showering and changing, and again he went after Carlissimo. He landed a glancing blow at Carlissimo's right cheek before being dragged away by the assistant coaches again. It wasn't even his first violent incident with the Warriors. Also in 1995, Spreewell fought with Jerome Kersey. Right, and returned to practice carrying a two by four. Right, and, he and you thre- want me to draft this guy? Come on now, <laughs> and he man. threatened to return with I'm a gun. <laughs> For Jerome Kersey, also in 1993 at practice, he also fought with Byron Houston. I don't even know who that is. Byron Houston. He was 50 pounds heavier, and he he um he basically had like a Mike Tyson of. The- demean or physique or whatever mm. and Spreewell was trying to fight him mm. in practice well, so that see, shows he ain't last that long in the league <laughs> definitely not <laughs> at all so Spreewell Spreewell was a wild boy yeah, he was a, definitely a goon Spreewell was a goon <laughs> one of the top five goons in the NBA oh definitely he's definitely top five top five him Rashid Sheed uh, the, what's that dude name from, from Detroit <laughs> Ben Wallace no not Ben Wallace from the, from the 90s, man. Oh, Bill Lambier? Not Bill Lambier, the other guy. Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. Oakley. Oakley. Free Oak. <laughs> Free Oak. <laughs> He's uh, top five goons, man. Top five goons, man. He definitely KG. Is. KG. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason, Anthony definitely. Anthony Mason was a goon out here, man. Definitely. So I'm taking Spreewell. You take we, a we, could, we could make that an episode one of these days. Who are the top, top goons in top, NBA history? Top goons, right? <laughs> that might be an interesting one. That's interesting right now because I'm really sitting here trying to think. Like, who's the goons? You got a lot of goons Ron out there. Tess. Ron Artest. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. <laughs> Five Star. Matt Barnes. <laughs> Matt Barnes. Tony Allen. Tony Allen. Zach Randolph. Zebo. Selling them packs. Selling work. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Oh, man. Camby. Marcus Camby? Yeah. He got he, he was on he was a thug on the low. He got a couple oh, Chris Childs. <laughs> Chris Childs. Two piece on Kobe. <laughs> Two piece. Yeah, we might have to go to an all yeah, goon we, episode. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do that, man. Yo, uh, uh listeners, also <laughs> if y'all have selections, I'm gonna start making the all goon team. I'm gonna make an episode on NBA All-time All Goon goons? Team. So send me Pat Beverly might be considered. Oh, is he? definitely Pat Beverly. Okay, okay. He's in there. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. So send me uh all-time goon choices and we're gonna read down the list of the all goon team so yo my man d man i appreciate you coming through thank you thank you man for episode 26 my brother you know uh i brought the room took a few weeks off yeah. 
Had to take a little braggy break vacay. The season's about to ramp up soon. Can't Train, wait, man. Can't wait. Training camp wait. starts. The 2K cover got to change up now, Kyrie. I know, right? Got to put him in that Celtics unit. Unless Celtics. this trade gets voided. Unless it gets voided. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't either, man. For everyone's sake, yeah. let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's, let's, come on. Definitely. Let's make it exciting. <laughs> come on. This, I'm, I'm actually interested in this season, man. Look out for some um, new things that got coming it's not, up. It's, it's not going to be a wash this yes, year. It's, it's not. not. It's not. Warriors uh, going to have to play. Exactly. Coming up in some uh, future episodes. Above the rim, I'm gonna be doing a uh, conference breakdowns, division breakdowns, breaking down each team for the upcoming season. D, you definitely gotta join me for a bunch of oh, those. Definitely, man. I'm always here. Uh, when training camp opens up, you know how many ten days is this now? Oh man, what is, I don't lost count. Yeah, you don't man. got a yearly yet? I, I, I'm trying to get the yearly, man. I'm trying to get that multi. We gonna trade me off? Yo, listen. Come on, man. No, be, no a loyalty. be a professional, man. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Yeah, there's no loyalty. Stop blackballing. I'm, I'm about to call a Kaepernick out here, man. I'm about, I'm about to start a, a rally. Yo, for real. I'm blackballing you, man. I'm about to take a knee, man. For real, man. Definitely. <laughs> so, my man, D, I appreciate you joining me in this episode. Always, man. Always, my Always brother. a pleasure, my brother. So, listen, make sure you can find me on Twitter at JustBlaze underscore 513. Make sure you subscribe. Give me that five-star review. Above the Rim coming out each and every Tuesday. If you want to be a guest, let me know. Sit us above the rim. And we out.